the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove and a voice came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm, uh, I've been trying to reclaim my former self and, um, for New Year's, and I, I realized at some point last year that I was no longer a runner. I actually claimed that. Um, when it had been about a year and a half since I had run. And so this new year, I've been um, trying to pick that up. And so yesterday, if you, if you notice, if you're, if you're going up the sidewalk on Overton, if you'll notice, and, and if you drive and you're leaving, you're going down Overton today, you can see it as you're driving, that a lot of the um, edges of the sidewalk are ground down to be smooth. And you can see it because they're a different color. Well, I think there's one of those lips that is not ground down. And so yesterday, um, as I'm coming up over it in, and as I'm larger and not as light as I used to be, my foot catches, the, um, catches that lip, and I just go straight down in front of this place where I spend all my time, and I'm sure that everybody driving by is going, that's my priest right there that is... <laughs> spalled out on the sidewalk. And so as the car was coming down over it in, um, I quickly noticed my body just as soon as I can throwing myself up and sticking my hand up just like this, like I've got it. I'm fine. <laughs> and the whole time back I'm reflecting, why is it that I don't want to receive help from anybody else? What is it about our human nature that just, we want to be able to do everything ourselves. We don't want to admit that we may need help or support from each other. And I wanted, and I should have just let that person pull over, and I probably should have stopped for a little while. And when I got back home uh, 20 minutes later, I, I could feel that I probably should have stopped and taken it a little bit easier. But we don't want to take help from anybody else. We want to think that our own identity and our own strength will um, be able to carry us forward. Um, 
This Sunday is the, the feast of the baptism of Jesus, and um, the reason the Paschal candle is lit is because at 11.15, we will gather around this font and, and take four children and make promises on their behalf and tell them that they are loved by God and that we will take the chrism oil and place it on their forehead and remind them that they are sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked as Christ's own forever. That same Spirit that we hear coming down from, from, from above in our Gospel reading. And it's, easy, it's interesting, this Gospel reading, um, I was kind of struck and as we were reading it this week, that Jesus is baptized by John this week. It's interesting because John is doing these baptisms and everybody is coming as a, as a baptism for the repentance of sin. And so they're going to kind of acknowledge their brokenness and be cleansed. And so we raise this question on Tuesday morning that why is Jesus going if we understand Jesus to be sinless or if that's the kind of way that he's being presented in many of the gospel narratives, then why is, is Jesus being baptized by John? And, and yet, he goes, and, and one of the responses, which I thought was interesting, was maybe it's for the community. Maybe, and, and, I, and I think there's some truth on that in the imagery that Jesus is, is the sacrifice, that a, the atonement. But it speaks to this corporate idea that baptism is not an event that's for the individual. It is an event that is done within the community. And so I always push, I really don't like doing private baptisms unless there's a really good reason, because it's not just about that child or that adult, it's about that whole community. And at 11.15, when the community says, we will, that loud, emphatic support of the promises made, that is your voice as well. That is your voice here making these promises. I know I've just said that you're promising something when you're not there, but um, we're all promising, we're all in this together, united in baptism to support those four children. We're all in this kind of corporate identity. I was struck this week. Um, on Wednesday night, we gathered in the parish hall to kick off our Wednesday night suppers. And we invited John Scalisi, who is a, a drummer, to lead us in a drum circle. And, and uh, we're reflecting as a staff why this would be a good idea to kick off um, our, our Christian formation on Wednesday evenings with a drum circle. And I was thinking, you know, oh, this is about, you know, finding our rhythm together, all doing something together. And John was adamant that we could invite children and this could be an intergenerational program on Wednesday night. And then he, as we gathered, we had two concentric circles and the kind of tables were out around. Um, and he invited, and of course, the, the children were the first ones into the circle, as you can imagine, anything that can make noise, they're going to be, be doing and so they rush to the, and they grab the shakers and they're hitting the drums and John somehow gathers, you know, is able to focus everybody and, and it becomes really clear that children can participate but they need to have some support from the community. 
And so he tells, you know, parents to kind of sit on the chair and to invite your child to gather in between and and help and guide the hands. And then it becomes really evident there's more children, or there's several children there that maybe came with one parent, or there's more children in the family than can participate. And you can almost see and feel the anxiety kind of lifting up of those kids that want nothing more than to be a part of this community. And I'm not going to embarrass and call anybody by name, but there's just this moment where a few people from the back who are sitting at tables kind of recognize what's at stake. And they, they get up and they come forward and they invite children, possibly children that they've never talked to before. And kind of that acknowledgement with parents and they invite those children and begin to help them drum. It dawns on me, it's not about finding our rhythm together. It is the reality that we cannot do this work without each other. We need each person to support each other to be church. And then I started to wonder if the gentleman in the back would have even gotten up if the child didn't need support. And that even the children are, in a sense, helping others recognize their role and their potential in community. What happens in baptism It's not about the individual. It is. It is about the individual. That individual is marked as Christ's own, is sealed with the Holy Spirit just as that Spirit descends upon Jesus. But baptism is about the recognition that all of us are invited into life together. We are going to fail. We are going to fall on our face on Overton. And probably it's going to be witnessed by somebody here. We're going to make mistakes. We are going to break. But we are committed as Christians in supporting each other. That part of those promises that we're going to make of saying we will, part of the challenges of of saying that we are going to continue to gather and and break bread and respond to the apostles' teaching, part of respecting the dignity of every human being is the recognition that as a community, we need each other. We need each person here. In the next coming weeks, we're going to kind of unveil our, our challenge and our call and our vision for 2019 at St. Stephen's. But what it really is, is the recognition that everyone here is a part of helping each other live into the identity of Christian community. May we see that font as something that unites us and brings us together. And may we see Christ and call that forth to be community for this world. Amen.